There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Hey, 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 coming down from the gallows and I don't have very the postseason for the black and gold. Juice is running. The defense is bold. Big Ben's passing to Antonio Brown. Debo and Mitchell will take them down. Cause we're marching to the Super Bowl town. Yeah, the Steelers will be wearing the crown. You know, look, it's the holiday season. It's the postseason. I'm feeling good. I'm loving this time of year. And it's so much better when your team is in the thick of the playoff mix. And that's where Steeler Nation finds the Pittsburgh Steelers at this time of year. Sole possession currently of first place in the AFC North. I am feeling absolutely fantastic, my friends. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, and welcome to Steelers Six Pack of Fact or Fiction. Uh, along with me, as always, is Zach Parnes, but he's currently on assignment. He may be joining us later, but it is finals week, so we give him a pass. So, with that being said, what is Steelers Six Pack of Fact or Fiction? Well, it's where we take bold statements about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we label them as fact, or we label them as fiction. It's as simple as that. Now, my views and your views, they're not always going to coincide. But that's the great part of the show. You get to join in, and we can verbal rumble right down to it. So that's what we're going to do. The show is brought to you by Frank Walker Law. Remember Frank Walker? Frank Walker is the, one of the top 100-ranked trial attorneys for his PA office. Call 412-212-8378. Or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304 304- 712-28-2089. You should also check out his website, frankwalkerlaw.com. 
it's like he can give you the help in your time of need. I need help right now. <laughs> it's Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, real results. Hey, we have lots to talk about tonight. If you want to join in, you can join in by calling 347-850-8581. Join us, and uh, we're going to talk Steelers. And we're feeling good after a four-game winning streak. You know, that's got to feel good this time of year. Going up to Buffalo in rough weather conditions and beating who I think is a pretty good Buffalo Bills team is, uh, is something special. So this is a team, you couple this with the fact that the Baltimore Ravens lost they did not look bad in that loss, especially the second half. I was getting really worried during that second half. But you couple that with the fact that they lost, and now you have a one-game lead with three games to play, and it's looking ever more and more like it's going to be a Christmas Day showdown in Steeltown between the Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers for the division title. That is going to be an excellent game, my friends. I cannot wait. But here is one thing. I mentioned this yesterday with Jeff Hartman on the uh, Steeler Hangover, on the Monday Hangover, where we discussed the game. We're going to adopt that, that 2005 philosophy of one William Laird Cower with one game at a time. It's a one-game series every single week from here on out. Look, I still think you want to win out. You want to get to a situation where you're just looking at the Cleveland Browns as resting everybody. I want to see Landry Jones in that game in Pittsburgh. I want to see Fitz Toussaint in that game. I want to see Kobe Hamilton starting in that game. I want to see Justin Gilbert. I want to see all our guys sitting down, relaxing, taking a bye week before the playoffs if they can make it in. So that's the goal, but it's one game at a time, and the Cincinnati Bengals are a team that you cannot sleep on. Sure, they do not have the best record right now, they are 5-8-1. and one. But, Excuse me, 5-7-1. and one. I, That tie messes me up completely. But here's the, here's the thing about that team. They're possibly and most likely getting A.J. Green back. They have Tyler Eifert back. This is the guy that did not play in the first game against the Steelers this year in week number two. He is a definite weapon for Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they have problems with great tight ends, and I consider Eifert a great tight end, and he's healthy, and he ripped off two last week. He's in sync with Dalton, and as always, A.J. Green has the Pittsburgh Steelers number. Now, he did not have it in week number two, but the weather was horrendous. There were swirling winds. There was rain, and, you know, I chalked that up to uh, one of the reasons that he didn't go off. But this defense is looking a lot better than it looked in week number two, They're starting to gel at the right time. They're starting to look good. I am ready for a Super Bowl run, and it all starts in Cincinnati. And the goal, as always, in Cincinnati, to have that escalator full midway through the fourth quarter like it has been in past years, especially two years ago when the Steelers ran the fans out of the building, and it was a mass exodus out of Paul Brown Stadium. So uh, that's something that I'm hoping for once again. But it's going to be a challenge. So, as always, we take six bold statements, and we talk about them here. And we're going to label them as fact or fiction. Once again, with finals week, and uh, Zach is delayed, so I'm going to go ahead and take care of this. But if you do want to call in, uh, once again, the number is 
850-8581. You can go ahead and fill in for Zach and debate with me. But without further ado, let's break open the six-pack, my friends. Number one, there's no reason for concern. The Bengals will not be out to injure Le'Veon Bell once again. You know what? I'm wrestling with this one. I'm not really sure actually where to go with this one. But here's the thing. You, you kind of think that these are professionals and they're really not to out to injure people, but it is the Cincinnati Bengals. They have nothing to gain at this point. I mean, they have an outside crack at the playoffs, but come on, it is very unlikely at this point. And you have, I mean, I dare say it. I have no problem saying it. The fun's on that team. Vontae's perfect, Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man was spouting off about Terrell Pryor, who uh, I actually like Terrell Pryor. I think he's been a model citizen since he's been in the pros, and I'd actually like to see him in black and gold someday come home and play. But he was just calling him out and calling him garbage the other day. Once again, no class from the Cincinnati side of the ball. You know, they have hurt Le'Veon Bell and ended his season the last two years. So it leaves me to worry that it could happen again, that they might be headhunting and uh, they, there might be no ethics on that team. Yeah, you like to think that it's not going to happen, but there's a part of me that thinks that it will. So I'm going to take fiction to that because there is reason for concern. Will it happen? Hopefully not. Could it happen? It's happened before with no remorse whatsoever. So once again, Let's go ahead and say fiction to that. There is definitely reason for concern. The Bengals will be out to injure Le'Veon Bell once again this year. Let's go to number two. The return of Roosevelt Knicks has been a major contributor in Le'Veon Bell's success. You know what? I got to say yes to that. Now, Le'Veon Bell is Le'Veon Bell. I had a buddy text me the other day, and he was like, wow, I love- he's a Giants fan. He's like, I love the patience of your running back. I love the style and the smoothness of your running back. You know, Juice is a proper name, how smooth he is. You know, I love watching this man run. And he's only 24, and this kid has it all. But there's something, since Rosie Nix has been back, he's been running so much better. He's had those 100-yard games since Rosie's been back. He's had four straight. And I'm telling you, Rosie has had some amazing blocks. The national media, they are on the Rosie bandwagon right now. They have noticed exactly what he does for the team. And on special teams, he is just phenomenal on special teams. Number 45, Roosevelt Mix from Kent State. There's magic out of Kent State. I will tell you that. Jack Lambert, Debo, James Harrison, Roosevelt Mix, absolute magic that comes out of that place for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this guy, unsung hero for the team. If he played an entire year, he would be one of those guys you would look at as a fullback for Pro Bowl consideration. The fact that he's missed a majority of the year, he's not going to get it, but I'd vote for him. He actually got my vote. I voted already. And I put down number 45, Rosie Nix. Love that guy. Love everything about him. And I will say fact that – Le'Veon Bell's success as of late is also due to the blocking of Roosevelt Knicks. I mean, how can you say that it's not? 
Love me some Rosie Mix. I'm sure you do too. Once again, please give us a call, 347-850-8581 if you want to join in the six-pack of Fact or Fiction. All right, let's move right along to number three. Ben Roethlisberger's three picks against Buffalo cause for major concern. You know, normally I would probably say fiction to this, but I'm a little bit concerned about it, but not too. So I'm going to be on the fence on this one. Look, he's going to have a bad game. Every quarterback is going to have a bad game. I had an amazing fantasy football team this year, and I don't want to be one of those fantasy, fantasy guys. I got bounced from the playoffs. I decided to start David Carr, who got me four points over Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm kicking myself from Thursday all the way to uh, Sunday. David Carr has been amazing all year long. That was his worst game of the year. And then I actually made the right call, but then I got everybody injured. I, it was just the perfect storm for losing. And I got bounced in that particular league, and uh, Ben wasn't much better. And, look, you're going to have bad weeks. That wind and that snow contributed to the bad week. Ladarius Green and Antonio Brown may have contributed to that. I would say Ladarius Green more. He has, uh, he's still finding his way. And I will say that, that I'm very excited about the prospect of uh, number 89 in Pittsburgh for a long time to come and what he is going to open up for that offense. I think he is absolutely amazing. But here's the thing. He missed all of training camp. He missed a major part of the year, almost half of the 2016 season. And he's not in sync. He has been uh, running wrong routes. He's been lining up wrong. And that was, that was cause for the first interception. The second interception you know, the, the national media, um, they, they called it on Antonio Brown. They said flat out Antonio Brown's fault. It was miscommunication between him and Ben. That was more on Ben. The third one, oh, gosh, it was just dreadful. You need to throw the ball high when you're throwing to Jesse James. He's a big fella. He can go up there and grab it. So I would not be too worried about that whatsoever, throwing it high. But, you know, it just – went to the wrong color jersey, and, you know, it was three interceptions. But here's the bright side. If you're going to have a game like that, and Ben doesn't have games like that very often, but if you're going to have a game like that, you might as well have a game like that when you get the W because that's a very rare thing to get the win and throw three picks. So, you know what? Let's just say it's out of the way. I look for Ben to bounce back. This is a very tough Cincinnati defense coming up. But I have complete faith in my captain. This guy, this guy's a true professional. He is definitely leading this team. Um, there's there's some immaturity on this team, which is growing, and a, and the reason it's growing is because Ben is guiding them. He is he's a complete leader now. Something that that he wasn't in the past, um, especially when he was younger. You know, you don't expect him to be when he's younger. So I'm really not concerned about the three-interception game whatsoever. It's in the back of your mind that, uh, okay, is he flipping? But I don't really think so. I think he's going to just climb right back on that horse and uh, play well against Cincinnati. I'm interested to see what the weather is going to be like in Cincinnati. I have not seen a forecast whatsoever, so if anybody has, please give me a call, 
850-850-8581, and let me know what you think about that. Well, with that being said, we are at the halfway point of Steelers six-pack of Factor Fiction, brought to you by Behind the Steel Curtain. Look, this time of year, it's nothing but Steelers on your mind, and we have everything that you could possibly ask for. There's no place to go besides Behind the Steel Curtain for all your Pittsburgh Steelers formation. It's all right there. Whether you want commentary, whether you want straight news, whether you want fun, it's all there. We have picks, contributor picks, everything that you could possibly uh, possibly need. And I'd like to throw out a plug for uh, my favorite column of the week. Make sure you check out Random Thoughts of a Black and Gold Mind. That is something that happens every Saturday or Sunday on the weekend, and it's quite bizarre. It's, uh, I like to say it's Bizarro Brian reporting on the Steelers, uh, a little different take, but it's always fun. There's a lot of 80s references in there, a lot of 90s references, and it's just a lot of fun whatsoever. So make sure you, you check that out, too. Uh, I don't mind uh, throwing in a shameless plug. But speaking of plugging, once again, Steelers Factor Fiction brought to you by Frank Walker Law, top 100-ranked trial attorney in Frank Walker. For his PA office, call 412-212-3878 or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website, frankwalkerlaw.com, to see how he can help you in your time of need. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience and real results. Let's hear from Frank Walker now. Smart or stupid? Those strobing lights in your rear view? That flashlight shining in your face? License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of FrankWalkerLaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or FrankWalkerLaw.com. You know, where was Frank Walker in 1992 when my college roommate woke me up in the middle of the night to come pick him up in jail? Um, I could have really used him back then. Um, I had to go pick him up and... Boy, I, I had no clue what I was doing at the time. I could have really used the experience of Frank Walker Law, and you can too. Once again, real talk, real experience, real results. It's Frank Walker Law. If you need help, you make sure that you call Frank Walker Law. So the Steelers six-pack of fact or fiction keeps on a rolling. I'm rolling through the six-pack, just uh, knocking them down. And love to hear from you. Once again, 347-850-8581. If I scared you away with the opening song, I do apologize. Uh, like I said, I'm feeling great with the holiday season. I'm feeling great with the postseason approaching and a possibility of the Pittsburgh Steelers in the postseason for another year under Mike Tomlin. You know, Mike Tomlin, what a phenomenal performance. I mean, we were calling for his head. A lot of Steeler Nation was calling for his head not too long ago. And now Mike Tomlin has just had his 100th win. It makes the Steelers the team with the best trio of head coaches of all time. Is that fact or fiction? Look, I, I really don't know how you could argue that. I would, I would have to say that that is, bar none, the best trio, with exception, I mean, you have a few in there. I mean, Green Bay comes to mind. You have uh, Lambeau, Lombardi, Holmgren, 
I mean, you could even throw McCarthy in there. But here's the thing. You have, of the top 40 coaches in wins of all time in the Pittsburgh Steelers, and those three coaches have been there since 1969. To give you an idea, I was born in 1971. I consider myself old. And I have been watching the Steelers for a long time. In my lifetime, I have only seen two coaches be hired. And that is just amazing. And that shows the patience of a team like the Rooneys to see a guy through and just the excellence of what they've hired. Now, look, a lot of people can get on my common all they want. They can question a lot of things. They can, they can question his press conferences. They can question his clock management. But the guy wins. And once again, we've seen it time and time again. Mike Tomlin team's struggling in the first half, just amazing in the second half. And this looks like another second-half surge for the Pittsburgh Steelers under Mike Tomlin. So I'm pretty excited. But when you add Chuck Knoll, Mike Tomlin, and Bill Cower, another one of my favorites of all time, you know, you can't argue that that's probably the greatest trio of all time when it comes to coaching. You know, I love talking about the greatest Steelers of all time. That's why we do Pittsburgh Steelers Mount Rushmore. Um, we do it every week on Behind the Steel Curtain to see what the best of anything and everything in Pittsburgh Steelers lore is. And right now, I mean, we don't even have to do head coaches. We know who the three on there is. Probably going to throw Buddy Parker on on the fourth just to do it, you know, at that point. But with that being said, this is just three heads of excellence. I mean, guiding this team since 1969, I, I mean, I would say the fact that one of the greatest trios of all time are Charles Henry Knoll, William Laird Cower, and Mike Tomlin. I apologize for not knowing Mike Tomlin's middle name right off the bat. That's some research that I probably should have done beforehand. But, I mean, really can't argue with that. And if you want to, I mean, you, you go ahead. You can say what you want about Mike Tomlin, but I've got a buddy who's a, a Ratbirds fan. He, uh, and they, they're calling for the head of a guy like John Harbaugh right now. And John Harbaugh, I mean, I can't stand him. I'd actually like to punch him in the face when I see him every time on the screen. I cuss him every time I see him on the screen. It's very unprofessional of me, but I'm not a professional journalist, so it doesn't really matter. But here's the thing about John Harbaugh. Year after year, he has that team ready to play. He has that team ready to fight. He has that team ready to scratch and claw. And last night, I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to come back on the Patriots. It, it just looked like the tide was completely turning. What a scary game if you're rooting for the Ravens to lose. They just keep coming at you all the time. They just keep coming back and coming back and coming back and fighting you. That is a very tough team. But the fans there, they're like our fans. They won a Super Bowl every year. They expect you to go 16-0 and every year. It's not possible. But when you have a team, you have a guy in Mike Tomlin that's been here now for 10 years. The man's never had a losing season. Now, for Pittsburgh, an 8-8 eight and eight season is a horrible season because that's what the fans aren't used to that. If you're in Cleveland, you're in Buffalo, 8-8, eight and eight, Detroit, Detroit's doing much better this year, but Jacksonville, 8-8, eight and eight, you know, that's a good year. Not in Pittsburgh. So that's the difference. 
But here's the thing. It's happening in, in Green Bay, too. Mike McCarthy, Pittsburgh native, great coach. They're calling for his head, too, earlier in the season. Look at what they're doing now. They're streaking again. They're making a run for it. They're going to be a very dangerous team down the stretch, just like the Pittsburgh Steelers are. So you have to give a team and a head coach some leniency. Give them a little rope. Let them go and see what they can do. You need 16 full games and 17 weeks of football with injuries, with different situations, with slumps, with everything to go ahead and coach and manage a team. As far as I'm concerned, Mike Tomlin, hats off to you, 100 wins. Welcome to a very exclusive club. The man's going to be here for years and years. When you've never had a losing season and you've won your Super Bowl, like all three of those guys have won their Super Bowls, that's something really special. You know, we're spoiled because of, of the great coaches that we've had. We've never seen a guy last for two years. Look at Cleveland. I mean, it's a revolving door in Cleveland with coaches. So with that being said, I am definitely going to say fact that that team of coaches, definitely the best trio of head coaches of all time. It could be argued, and I'd be glad to listen to an argument there, but I've got to go with my black and gold boys. Number five, Sean Davis, not Artie Burns, wins the Joe Green Award for top rookie for 2016. You know, I'm going to have to give fiction on that. I think Sean Davis is having an absolute incredible year. But look at what Artie Burns has done. He is uh, right up there with Ross Cockrell for most pass defenses. He's leading the team with three interceptions. Week in and week out, he's making things happen. Now, week in and week out, starting since the Dallas game, Sean Davis is making things happen. And let's not forget about a guy like Javon Hargrave. I mean, he's been hurt as of late. But, you know, one, two, three on defense, that's a building block for a future of a great defense. And that defense is climbing up the charts. Take a look at the defensive rankings. You have a team that is the 11th overall defense in the league now. That's, that's pretty special. That's fantastic. What they're doing against the pass, what they're doing against the run, they're just, I mean, they're putting it together and putting it together right at the right time. So as far as that goes, let's give the, uh, the uh, nod to Artie Burns. And here's the reason. I mean, I mentioned the fact that he's, he's among the, the team leaders with Ross impact defenses, and he's leading the team in interceptions. But here's a guy that on draft day, no one wanted. Pittsburgh fans, come on, you didn't want him. You wanted William Jackson III, and we haven't had a chance to see what he's done because he's been hurt all year. And uh, yeah, also wanted the, uh, the big nose tackle that <laughs> also went to Cincinnati from Baylor. You wanted him too. He's on injured reserve too. Artie keeps scratching. He keeps fighting. He comes in in camp and says, I want to go up against Antonio Brown. They threw him to the wolves. He struggled early on against Antonio Brown in training camp. But what does that do to you when you practice against the best? You start becoming the best. You, I mean, of course, he was just going to run all over by the arguably the greatest receiver in the last five years in the National Football League. Just, just completely 
and you know, decimated. But he kept coming back, and he kept after it. And, uh, you know, as a rookie, you're going to have miscues. But I think his miscues have been few and far between. You know, we notice them, and everything's amplified because we see everything. We have social media. We have blog sites such as uh, uh, BTSC and everything else out there that just completely amplifies everything. We have a show like this that completely amplifies everything. But the bottom line to it is Artie Burns is a complete stud. He is a guy that is mature beyond his years. He's, uh, you know, had to raise brothers and sisters of very early age and still play NCAA Division I football and uh, play at a high level, become drafted in the first round. I mean, he is – he had to grow up quick. And so for some of the problems that he faced, you know, coming to the NFL did really well because he's had to face adversity before. So some of this is no problem for a guy like Artie Burns. Now, Sean Davis is a very intelligent kid. I mean, he is heady for the ball. There's been some debate. Who's going to be the better pro? I think they are going to be, uh, they're going to be in Pro Bowls together if they're not in Super Bowls together. This is, this is a group of guys that uh, they can go a long way. It reminds me, it, it reminds me of the 49ers. Um, you know, going one and two with defensive backs um, back in uh, 1982, um, or I'm sorry, 1981. And, uh, you know, they're doing the same thing in Pittsburgh, and this looks like a very special group. You know, I'd love to split the Joe Green award up between both of them because, really, you can do that. I mean, they're both spectacular. I think Artie's going to win it. But I can say both deserve it. So, you know, I'm going to go with fiction on this because I said Sean Davis in the facts. But, uh, you know, I think they both deserve it. But, I mean, if you're going, uh, you know, 50.6 to 49.4, um, you're probably going to just slightly move that needle to Artie Burns. So uh, there we go with number five. Let's move on to number six. The Steelers officially end the Bengals' season in 2016 on Sunday. You know, this is a tough one for me. I mean, it really is. And the reason it's a tough one for me is the fact that, you know, they're playing in Cincinnati. Now, they've had success in Cincinnati. Their success against, uh, you know, Andy Dalton, he's only 3-8 and eight against them. So that's that's actually pretty spectacular. That means that if he's three and eight against them, then AJ Green, if I'm not mistaken, would be three and ten against them because um, they they came in in the same year. So uh, with that being said, AJ Green's a guy that runs all over him, and but if you could neutralize him, and if you could just go ahead and put pressure on Andy Dalton and make him move up in the pocket and make it harder for him to uh, just get a smooth throw off to uh, A.J. Green, he can disrupt a lot of things. And this pass rush has improved greatly over the last, you know, four to six weeks. They are finding themselves. Bud Dupree is a big part of that. So, you know what, I'm thinking right now that uh, it's going to be tough, especially with Eifert over the middle. That guy is a beast. That guy is an X factor for that team. Um, 
you know, they just have to stick to him. They got to pop him off the line, and that's where Ryan Shazier comes in. Ryan Shazier is the guy that can shadow a big tight end like that. He's uh, he's fast enough. He's strong enough. He can knock them around a little bit, just knock them enough off their game. Hey, they've done it this year. I mean, against guys like Travis Kelsey. I mean, I know they struggled against Gronk in the second half of that New England game, but uh, but Gronk is Gronk. And, but they did it against Jordan Reed. So if they can do it against uh, Eifert, you know, they, they can probably have success against this game. Another guy that's missing and will not be in this game whatsoever is Giovanni Bernard. And, you know, they have a, they have a great two-headed monster running back in Cincinnati um, between Jeremy Hill and uh, Giovanni Bernard. But here's the thing. Giovanni Bernard is more of a stealer killer than that of um, Jeremy Hill. In fact, uh, you know, they Shazier completely shut both those guys down in the playoffs last year and single-handedly helped win that game in the wild card game, still one of the greatest ever, by the way. But, um, you know, they caused that fumble late in that game. And, you know, Jeremy Hill's had a decent season. I don't think he's been the same since. So I think the major X factor in this game is Eifert and A.J. Green. You shut those guys down, just like you shut down a guy like Shady McCoy last week, you're going to have a chance to win this game. It's going to be tough. That defense is a scary defense. Atkins, Dunlap, Pecco, Fontaine's perfect. Look, can't stand him. He is public enemy number one in Pittsburgh and will be probably for a while now. I mean, he's overtaken uh, T. Sizzle in Baltimore as, uh, as the guy that Steeler fans just loathe the most. But you've got to admit, the guy plays good football. The guy is tough. He's arrogant, he's dirty, it's a perfect mix, and he gets away with a lot, which is a shame, but here's the thing, he's doing it. Pac-Man can still play. George Aloka, my gosh, that guy's a stud in safety, and he's young. He's, a, he's roaming around in the back. He's, he's dangerous out there, too. It's a very dangerous team, and don't forget, a guy like Dre Kirkpatrick on the quarter corner has had Antonio Brown's number and has and knows how to neutralize him. And, uh, and so that's something to look out for. This is going to be a heck of a ball game. But I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, if they are who we think they are, and I really do, they're going to win this game on Sunday and go ahead and set up that showdown with a chance to clinch the division title on Christmas Day. We're hoping for season beatings against Baltimore on Christmas Day. And this is the game that can set that up and uh, make that Cleveland game a bye week, possibly. Um, here's the deal. Still have a chance for you to call in and join us. 347-850-8581. Um, please give us a call. You could uh, go ahead and uh, you know chime in on any of the six that we've talked about already, or you can come up with something completely different and give us your own factor fiction. I'm glad to do that, too. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. 
MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Now, this is the part of the show that I greatly enjoy. Zach and I have been doing this now since uh, week five, and we try to take something about the two teams that are playing in the cities and uh, and uh, square them off against each other. Now, it's the fact that has virtually nothing to do with the actual Pittsburgh Steelers, but it's still fun to debate anyway. As I know, that's a long-winded title, but this is a fun debate. I mean, we've talked about we've, – we put Boston's Donna Summer up against uh, Pittsburgh's Christina Aguilera. We put Miami's Cuban Sandwich against a Pittsburgh Pumani Brother Sandwich in the past. We have done it all and tried to come up with unique and different things. And for coming up with Cincinnati, you know, Immediately, I was trying to think of, uh, you know, what can I do in Cincinnati? And I was thinking WKRP. Um, but for me, being a radio guy since I was, I was young, nothing beats WKRP um, as far as uh, being set in the particular Cincinnati and that city. Um, Pittsburgh has a couple of shows. They, have a, they actually have a very popular show right now set in Pittsburgh that is very Steeler-oriented. Um, this is us. It's a drama on NBC on Tuesday nights, it's going to win. It's definitely going to win some awards. But um, the very first scene of the, of the entire series, a guy was wearing nothing but a terrible towel. They, uh, they uh, had an entire episode that uh, centered around the Super Bowl, so that's something that I was going to debate, but it's still something that's new and fresh. So we're going to go a different route. But before we do that, we're going to jump to the phone line and bring in a caller. 479 area code. You're on the air with Brian on Stu, a six-pack of Factor Fiction. Good evening, my friend. Hey, Brian, man. Stu, a fever I got. Uh, Pardon me? 
I'm it's due to a fever. I'm uh talking while I'm eating. Hey. Phone just <laughs> yeah, I know Steeler Fever. Yeah, you you comment a good bit. How are you, my friend? It's nice to put the voice to the uh, name. How are you? Oh man, I'm good. It's uh I haven't really called in for a while. Uh I used to call in after the games, but y'all quit doing that feature. But uh, yeah, but we're doing that on Mo- we're doing that on Monday nights now with uh, Jeff Hartman and myself. We call it the Monday Hangover. So we've been doing that on Monday nights this year. It's uh, a little change that we've got to have and uh, done the you know, chance I to digest it. Prove, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's being honest, I, but I, uh, I really like the host with the 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 host that left. And uh got a big promotion as I understand, but uh I uh Steer's gonna kick ass this year, man. You, you know what? I've I'm really excited on the behind the steel curtain and open thread. It's gonna change it over to the bandwagon thread because um, I think there's a good chance to anybody. Even with uh without Martavis Bryan and uh, hell, you know, I'm a big Kobe uh, Bryant fan. I think he can do a good job for us. And I just think we've got enough this year. I think it's a weak, weak, a weak uh, league. The Steelers can win. Excuse me, but they got beat. They got yeah, beat. You know uh, what? I... They got beat. They got beat. Uh, damn Ravens. Yeah, you know what? That it's all they do that. that I think it's our year. Yeah, you know what? I I agree with you. You 100%. know, and I, and I, I always feeling... hope for a Cowboys Steelers Super Bowl. This could be the, the year this year. And you know what? I would love to get a chance at them again because this is a different team that played them um, back in early November. This is. I would love to have a shot at them. They are not the same team. I'm scared of the Giants. My, dad, the my dad's a, my dad's a Cowboys fan, so <laughs> the, I, you know I'll actually take a loss. Damn it! You know I'm a big Steelers fan, but I'll take a loss. My dad, he's not a really big Cowboys yeah, fan know. anymore. He's old. You, you know, know what? I agree with you. He's in the seventies. I'll definitely agree with you on that because you know it's family first. Um, I agree with that. Luckily, that I grew up in Western Pennsylvania with a with a uh, dad that I still get a chance to watch the games with every once in a while. So it's something very special. So you know, I completely respect you feeling that way, sir. Um, Steeler fever. It's great to hear. Sir. Because <laughs> well, I'm in the Hall of Fame, you don't have to call me sir. Uh, you know, I, I uh, people still call me Mr. Davis, and I'm like, no, you can't do that. That's my bad. But um, I, I get well, what's it. Your, I, what's your name? I, I, I read behind your the still curtain. I respect you. What's your What's your name behind the still curtain? What's your name behind the still curtain? Yeah. I do. I just go by my regular name, Brian Anthony Davis. Um, okay, what Brian I Anthony do, Davis. So I have uh, I, I'm the uh, fellow that does uh, random thoughts of a black and gold mine. I do the annoying. Yeah, I, I really like um, what you do. Every you're Sunday, one of my, you're one of my favorite writers there. Uh, you sure I try to catch your stuff? I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't want to. You know, it kind of ebbs and flows. How much you participate behind the silk curtain, and 
But, uh, yeah, man, you're doing a really good job writing. Well, um, but I'm, thank you very much for saying that. I I greatly appreciate you uh, saying that. Um, thank you very much, Steeler Fever, and uh, I look to checking out your thread. Um, you know, something uh, we're going to get ready to wrap up the fact or fiction. So thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right, sounds good. Thanks very much, man. Y'all have a good night. You too. Bye now. Okay, I do have, uh, you know, I'm going to break into the show. I actually have breaking news, um, very sad news from the world of entertainment. Um, my wife just uh, came by just this second, and something that's been posted on the Internet seven minutes ago on multiple multiple channels. It looks like, and I'm not sure what the source, but it looks like uh, we lost one of uh, one of sitcom's greats. And Alan Thick at uh, age 69, I believe. Um, I have not seen the cause. I just had that flash to me that some of those just happened. Um, 2016 has been a very rough year for celebrities, and uh, this is something I, I do want to check out further, but uh, that's a report I am getting um, just on the fly here. So if that is true, um, just one of the absolute greats. And I was just talking about um, – the, the Pittsburgh-based show This Is Us, uh, uh, Mr. Thick was on the uh, the very first episode of that playing himself. Um, you know, he, somebody that's just, uh, you know, you know him from the show Growing Pains, but he has been around for a long time. Um, father of uh, Robin Thick, um, you know, a fantastic uh, musical artist too. But uh, here's a guy who wrote and performed theme songs for uh, different strokes and uh, facts of life and uh, had his own late night talk show in the eighties going up against Johnny Carson. So if that is indeed true, um, add that to a list of great ones that we've lost in 2016. I'm sorry, a little choked up because uh, one of my absolute favorites and uh, um, we lost uh lost some great ones this week alone, especially uh, we lost John Glenn, um, also lost one of the great soap opera actors at age 87 of all time from Days of Our Lives, Joseph Muscolo. I mean, whether you're a soap fan or not, a lot of people know who Stefano DeMera was. He was on that show forever. He passed away too. So um, it's something I was going to mention early in the show, but um, ah, gosh, a little choked up about this. Um, one of the true greats, Alan Thicke, uh, gone at 69. Um, that's something I'm going to look into more here. I mean, you know, this is a Steeler show. This is a sports show. Combine pop culture. We combine life. Um, and that's something that, that I'm sad to hear. Um, let's finish off the six-pack with a bonus, as I was alluding to earlier. And with that being said, it's uh, slang nicknames. For the city. So the question was, the slang nickname of the Natty is a cooler nickname than the Berg in Pittsburgh. You know, I'm going to go fiction on that. And uh, I think the Natty is a cool nickname. I actually really like that. But the Berg, that's tough. That's steel to me, the Berg. I mean, it just rolls off your tongue as just uh, intimidation. So I'm going to go ahead and quickly go ahead and say fiction to that one. I'm still partial to the Berg. I'm partial to Berg everything, as you know that. But with that being said, 
that is Factor Fiction tonight. I would like to thank Steel Fever for calling in. And, uh, you know, he's definitely a uh, Hall of Fame poster. I'm behind the steel curtain. This is a very fan-oriented website, something we want to hear from you all the time. So everybody has a voice, and we'd love to hear more from you. Check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Thanks again for tuning in tonight. Um, once again, Zach Parnes on assignment as finals week at, at uh, Syracuse University rolls on, and we wish him the best there. He will be back with us next week. But for Behind the Steel Curtain and the Sewer Six Pack of Fact or Fiction, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and that's a fact check. Good night. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. I keep telling you, we're not Fultron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations. Bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast. It's not Voltron.